This podcast is designed to help those who are just starting out on their journey to financial independence by dispelling the myths behind what it takes to be successful. It's about getting past the hype and getting to the core of what it really means to be an entrepreneur. It's not about money, popularity, recognition, or clout. Because being an entrepreneur isn't always glamorous. It's dirty work. It's not always fun. It can grind you down. And it's not always profitable. But it's empowering. We'll build your mindset, define your plan, shape your perspective, and grow your vision while grounding your expectations so your success is built on a solid foundation that can withstand the pressures of building something for yourself. If you really want to know what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur, and this message resonates with you, then entrepreneurs, we should talk. One of the most misunderstood concepts is having a financial cushion before you start a full-time business. I'm Dave Ardonez, and now that you're here, we should talk. So we've all heard that you need to have money set aside before you start a business. But let's talk about why this is important because it's extremely one of the most misunderstood reasons. Okay. Now, I know that what you're thinking or what the the common perception of why should I have a financial cushion? And what I mean by a financial cushion, by the way, is having some money set aside so that you can... Um, you know, cover all your expenses, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I mean by a financial cushion. Some money set aside before you actually quit your job and just dedicate yourself full time to being a, an entrepreneur. Okay. So it's not that you have some money while things are slow, although that is important. That is the most, the misconception about the situation is that I want to have some money so that during the beginning of the business, when things are slow, I have that money there. That is important, as I said before. However, that's really not the purpose or the main power behind having a financial cushion. The reason that you want to have a financial cushion is that so you're able to strategically position yourself in a way that makes you earn what you're worth. Again, the reason that a financial cushion is so powerful is so that you're able to position yourself in a way that makes you earn what you're worth. So let's dig deeper into that. To be able to earn what you're worth, that implies that you are charging what you're worth to customers. However, when you're first starting out, your inclination is to figure out or try to find out what people in your uh, industry are charging for services of similar of of whatever it is that you're going to be offering, whether that's product services, whatever, you get the point. And then base it off of that. However, a lot of times what also tends to happen is that because we're so new and because we don't have any self-confidence in us, in ourselves, in our business, in our capabilities, because within ourselves we say, well, I'm new. Why would somebody pay me this or pay me uh, more than that or, or, or whatever the case is? You actually start to lower the expectation of what you are willing to accept as a respectful form of payment or an acceptable form of payment from one of your clients, okay? Now, the reason that you want to have a financial cushion that covers your expenses is not so that it covers your expenses, it's so that you can say no. It's so that you can pass on clients that will not respect and appreciate your value. 
You need to avoid clients that only demand respect for their value while trying to devaluate you. You need to avoid clients that all they want to do is act like they're doing you a favor by hiring you. So the strength of a financial cushion is for you to have the ability to say, you know what, I appreciate it, but I don't think that I'm the right person for this project, and that's okay. I do have somebody that I can refer you to. If you show, if you so choose, I would suggest that you do have somebody that you can refer them to, or at least an avenue that you can refer them to. Don't just shut it down, but make it see. see the, the thing is, if you give somebody an alternative, if you give somebody a referral, that means that, hey, there are other people that do work for that price, but I value myself. And as a matter of fact, not only am I willing not to take the disrespectful amount that you're willing to pay for these services, I don't want it so bad that I'm going to give it to somebody else. It's the ability to say no. It's the ability to position yourself where you need to be, not for tomorrow's short-term gain, but for, I'm sorry, not for today's short-term gain, but for tomorrow's long-term success. Because from the beginning, you need to position yourself as strongly as possible and demand that you get paid what you are worth. That is the importance of having a financial cushion. Because if you make a decision based on working with a client that's going to pay you less than what you know that you're worth, then if you don't have to worry about where am I going to pay my mortgage or my bills, my rent from, I need to take this job. If you have that financial cushion, then guess what? You can turn that job down and be okay with it on the inside. Because you have to remember, this is a long-term strategy game. This isn't about short-term wins. Think about what that customer or that client is going to give you if you lower your standards. Do you think that they're going to want to pay you more later? As a matter of fact, every time that you accept a lower rate for for from a customer for what it is that you're asking, they are going to ask more of a discount next time. So you've set the expectation that they are the ones that have the control of the negotiation process. Now, this isn't about power. This isn't about ego. This is about positioning yourself because success is more about saying no than it is about saying yes. Avoid clients that only demand respect for their value while trying to devalue you. If you're asking $1,000 for a project and they're offering you $600, that is not respectful. Now, there is an appropriate way to negotiate that situation. And we're going to talk about that in another podcast. But, you know, if, if they're, at, they're asking for a 40% discount. So that means that if you give it to them, that's what they're going to expect going forward. So now you set yourself up that this is going to be the conversation every single time. And while you're at it, now they're going to start asking for more services on top of that. And then while you're at it, once you start the project, you're going to have creep in as to what the expectations are. So that means that once you accept the job to to manage or run this project, whatever the case is, they're going to have an expectation going in. And because they know that you budged when it came to money, then they know that they can budge you. They're going to try instinctively, even if it's not consciously, it could be subconsciously to get more from you. 
So now you're going to have creep as to what they expect. Oh, but shouldn't this be included? Oh, and that's included, right? Oh, and you're going to throw this in, right? Oh, no, but I mean, I thought that this was going to cover all of this. And now what are you going to do? You said yes, and you need the money. So now you put yourself between a rock and a hard place. But again, if you had that financial cushion, you can tell that customer no. So, you know, if they don't respect your value, I'm sorry, if you don't respect your own value, why would anybody else? I want to take it one step further. And I want to have this as an opportunity to give you a reminder of the power of positioning. Let's talk about at the root of every financial transaction, what it is at its core. I've said this many times, and I need you guys to really fully, truly, in your mind, body, and soul, understand this. Whenever there is a financial transaction, there is an unspoken agreement happening here. If I go to Apple to buy a cell phone, and that cell phone is $600, I give my money to Apple. They give me the iPhone. The agreement, the unspoken agreement that happens here is that I say to Apple, my $600 are less are worth less to me than the iPhone that you are giving me. And Apple says to you, the $600 that you are giving me is worth more to me than the iPhone that I am giving you. So it's a give and take situation. Understand that every transaction that you make for money is a valuation of our worth at that time. I am accepting to give Apple $600 for that iPhone because I feel that that iPhone is worth more to me than the $600 that I'm taking out of my pocket. And Apple saying that that iPhone is worth less to them than the $600 that they're going to put in their pocket. So every time that you give a client a price and then they beat you down in the negotiation and you accept it, you are setting yourself to be in a weak position going forward. If you have a strong financial cushion, you have the ability to say, I'm sorry, but I am not the person to help you. I'm going to refer you to my friend, John. John will be able to help you at that price point. And again, that tells them I value myself, but there are other people who will do work at that price, which immediately tells them that that work is not going to be as quality as the one that you would do for the original asked price. Don't respect yourself and you violate the relationship that you've made with your business. Everything in life is a relationship. If you are not respectful to your worth, Your worth will not be respectful to you. It is bad for business. There is no difference between your relationship with your business and the finances of your business than the relationship that you have with your significant other. If you violate that that relationship, that relationship will start to deteriorate. If you don't make your partner feel valued, then they will not value you. There is no difference between financial relationships, your business relationships, and your love relationship. Treat them the same. What is bad for your relationship is bad for your business, guys. There's no different. We, we tend to take this thought of what it is that we do in our businesses and try to separate this as if it's not a relationship. 
guys, it is. We have a relationship with ourselves in the way that we treat ourselves and how we speak to ourselves in our head, the conversations that we have, whether it's negative or positive, that's a relationship. If I have a significant other and I don't respect them and I don't put them the, the priorities correctly in our relationship and I go ahead and I am unfaithful in that relationship, that's not good for that relationship. Because you are devaluing the other person and devaluing yourself at the same time. Why is that any different from a financial relationship in your business? It's not. It's the exact same thing, guys. Think about that. Everything that we do in life is a relationship. If you don't value yourself, if you don't value what you're worth, what you're worth will not value you and you will never get what you are worth in a monetary sense. Change your perspective and change your world. Sorry about that, guys. Forgot to turn the volume. I was so into the conversation before I I hit the the outro beat. I'm sorry about that if that blew out your ears, guys. You know, I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to re-record any of this. Uh, You know... I really feel like, you know, (laughs) stuff happens, guys. But listen, value yourself. Respect your relationship. Respect your relationship with yourself and your business and your value and your worth. I'll see you on the next one.